This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to today's episode of Inside Only Fans. My camera isn't on me, but I don't know if that matters. Ah! <laughs> it matters! I love you. So, what's happening? I feel like I run out of things to talk to you about. I've seen you every day for a week straight. I know. Well, I will tell you one sad story that I am leaving for Brazil tomorrow, as you know, for a month. I'm very upset about that. And I dropped off right before I came here. I dropped off my dog. Oh, no. And I've never been away from him for a month. For that long. I like, they took him and it was so casual for them. They're just like, they meet you at the door. And they take his blanket and his food and the, and him, and I don't go inside. They just, they're like, all right, thanks. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, that's it? Who is it? Who, is it like a wags? Or it's, a- um, so he usually stays with my friend, mm. but my friend is going out of town too for the first week. Mm. So I took him to this like daycare boarding where they play all day till 9 p.m., but he's been kicked out of two <laughs> Take what? cares already in his life. What? So I'm Why? like, please don't get kicked out of this was one, he, bro. Was he, hum- was he humping or was no, he trying to start a fight? a little more violent than that. He doesn't, Towel fight? He doesn't <laughs> like Frenchies. What? A- and I don't blame him because neither do I. But what? I feel like I instilled bad values in him because <laughs> he definitely um, did a little damage to a Frenchie at the last one he got kicked out of. And I went out of town, and then within two days, I got a phone call. Um, this was last summer, and they're like, Sheldon needs to get picked up. <laughs> like, he hurt a dog. <laughs> His name is Sheldon? Yeah. And how can, how can you be an aggressive dog with a name like Sheldon? He's not. I don't even believe it really happened. So so I had to call someone to go pick him he's up. He's being targeted. Yeah. I'm like, well, you're calling me, but, like, obviously he's with you because right. I'm not in town. Because I'm out of town. Yeah, so I had to have stupid. someone go get him, and then, they're, and then he's, like, so sweet. He's really so sweet, but— <laughs> I think Frenchies, like, they'll provoke him. Okay. Like, Frenchies have an attitude okay. sometimes. Okay. And they, like, will go after him, and, and he just, you know, he just put him down on the ground. He pawed him? He bit his face. <laughs> <laughs> there was a puncture wound, from what I hear. No, okay. One, from what I hear. One time my pug bit another dog. She had um, food aggression. Oh, okay. Yeah. So maybe they're fucking with his food, and Shelton's just like, oh, hell no. Sheldon's just like, you're not even a real dog. Maybe what are you Sheldon doing? is like like you. With He doesn't like to share the food. And he sees the food depleting. And he has seen you fight someone over them <laughs> taking your food. So now Sheldon exactly. is mimicking. He's literally He's mimicking, mimicking you. my distaste for Frenchies <laughs> and my distaste for anyone going near my food. Oh my god. So he got kicked out of that one and he got kicked out of one a couple years ago for the for also biting a Frenchie. And so I told That's this so one, funny. like, he doesn't like Frenchies. Yeah. Um and they're like, Oh, it's no problem. We have dogs, whatever. So he's there and I was like, I almost like cried. It was like yeah. a weird because you're gonna well, a month's pretty long. It's not like a weekend. It's a long time. Yeah. Oh. But he'll have fun. <laughs> 
He <laughs> looks at me like, where are you going, I know, Mom? I know, because they know. Yeah, they he, know. He, I had my stuff getting ready to pack on my bed. Yeah. And he, like, got on the bed and laid on my yeah. clothes. Like, there was space for him, and he yeah. laid on my clothes. Oh, that's so, You feel like a bad parent. Yeah, I feel like a real cunt. <laughs> you're going to go You're gonna go live life, and you're going to make lots of money somehow from I'm spending your spending a lot of money. I hope it you're makes spending. me money. You're spending. It's going to all come out in the end. It's coming out in the wash, Kayla. You're investing in your future. Yeah. You're going to go. You're going to do this thing. He's going to, like, have a big area in which to play. Maybe even, like, open plains. Maybe you'll have, like, a big I'm gonna get dog rich. ranch. No, I'm going to get so rich yes. that my dog can just travel with me everywhere yes, I go. Yes, there you go. And you will be able to have his private security that will keep all Frenchies away. 10 feet away. No, they least. feed him Frenchies. <laughs> oh, my God. That's fucked up. <laughs> okay. Anyways, that's what I did before coming here. And then <sighs> I just have so much to do. It's so weird because I talk about—I'm talking about these things, but I'll be back from Brazil by the time, like, these episodes come yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Which is crazy, like, how fast that goes. What Are, are you going to be really brown? Like, am I going to recognize better be. you? I'm trying to get really brown. Okay. Are you going to be, like, super fit, too? Are you going to have muscles on, on muscles? If I'm not, then the show has failed. Are you going to have a huge ass? That's the real question. I, a huge I do. Brazilian ass. I'm not getting but a BBL. Like, it's going to be a natural— Juicy oh jujitsu booty. Oh my god! Am I gonna have to get more ass shots to keep up with you? <laughs> That's one route, or you Fuck. could just also work out. No, more. no, no! I'll never. No, oh right. my god! Actually, can I take your early workout spot at Royal? Because they be having me work out. I feel like midday, you. two p.m. <laughs> and I'm like, this That's is VIP. trash. That's VIP status, baby. Who works out at two p.m. in the day? No A one. Psychopath. That's why they want exactly. Exactly. I'm like, what am I doing? This completely breaks up my whole entire day. I'm like complaining about my about your free, free sessions. sessions. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to work up at two. I mean, really, all that's happening with me is I'm going tomorrow to some more poll classes. <laughs> and I'm really excited. When's your poll get in? And my poll, I think, gets in tomorrow. Tomorrow's gonna be tomorrow is gonna be Thursday. So tomorrow correct. Thursday, the poll lands and I've got the guy that makes Max's rugs, <laughs> rug, rug matize. I've got him. He is going to make me a special stripper pole rug. <laughs> Who's going to install the pole? Me. Oh, my God. I know. And I this told the dangerous. people on my OnlyFans that I would live stream it. And they, like, so far there's a pole. And the pole is kind of like, eh, maybe wait until you've actually installed it and learned some tricks. It's like taking away even, the sex appeal of yeah, you trying to install the pole. They don't even want to see me install it. They're just like, lady, get it together. They're like, show us in two back. months. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, exactly. When you They're like, you're going to be naked installing it? I'm like, no, I'm just going to be installing it. They're like, pass. <laughs> I feel that. I would watch you install it over watching you be on it. I mean, all. listen, I'm, I've got the pole coming. I've got the specialized rug, the specialized stripper rug. He's going to make it so it says, um, like, join my OnlyFans or, like, click the link Ooh. or something. So when I'm on Instagram and I do, like, a little teaser pole spin. It's going to be showing. Oh, yeah. Hot. I, I honestly, I can't wait. My arms still burn. The strippers out there, girls and guys too, I guess. But ladies, this shit, I have a new respect. No joke. My arms hurt like, so um, bad. Like pole burn? No. Just like they Our feel muscles. stretched out. Because I was like swinging around like the five times that I was able to swing. Mm -hmm. 
I was like really, and then I was jumping up. I was like getting on it. Did you, do you watch my Instagram? Do you follow yeah. me, Kayla? Do you no, follow listen, me? Remember, I watched it. I took the poll. Oh, that's. I right. said, don't buy a poll. <laughs> that's right. I'm but watching. I did anyways. I know. And um, but it's it's fucking hard. So I have a newfound respect for the ladies that do the poll tricks, especially because like the couple of days that I tried it in Florida, I was just rolling around on the ground. I respect. I wasn't it. doing any poll tricks. I respect that. Yeah. Speaking well, of hard, hardworking ladies and gents. Ladies and gents. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited about our guests today. I keep looking at the wrong camera. Um, <laughs> this is a, the second time we've had two people on at once. And this is the only time, first time ever, that we're having some guests on who aren't themselves OnlyFans models. But they're super interesting because they are running like in my opinion, the top best agency that reps OnlyFans content creators. I will let them get into all the things they do because I can't even mention it all. But I'm very excited. So we're having Nikki and Tara on. They run Unruly, and they're going to tell you all about it. We have probably a lot of people with a lot of questions on the business side of things, and everyone's super interested in that, so I'm really stoked for this one. Yes, 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 yes. Cool. So let's bring on Nikki and Tara. Okay. Um, welcome, guys. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for, Thank having, you for having us. us. I'm excited. Um, when we were testing the mics, <laughs> Nikki's like really obsessed with hearing his voice in the microphone. I feel like like ASMR is in his future, so maybe he will it become a content be. creator. <laughs> he keeps just going, hi. <laughs> he was like doing, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. There it is. Woo. Brain orgasm. Spooky. So I don't even know where to start. So how about you just tell us where like where you guys came from? Like how did this all get started and how you guys ended up coming together? Yeah. So um I've worked in social media for like seven years now. I've worked with a lot of influencers helping monetize them in literally like every single way you could possibly monetize on Instagram. I've done pretty much everything to help them monetize, but mainly like a lot of the talent I work with are my friends. So I'd hear naturally like what their struggles were, what they were, how they were trying to build their business and things like that. So I was able to really understand their frustrations because a lot of people look at influencers and be like, oh, you have a million followers. Your life is easy. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. like there's so much more behind the scenes that goes on behind, you know, being a content creator and how hard that is. And like once you have it, how do you maintain it? How do you grow it? How do you make, you know, people actually want to spend money or brands to pay you and things like that? That's a good so, point that we've never touched on is that. A big assumption on people who don't have big followings or know about social media is that if you have a lot of followers, that you're making money just because you have followers. And there's, like, so much behind that world. So much. Like, I feel like I've really started to understand that, you know, these people you see on social media, they don't even understand what their life is like in real life. Mm -hmm. And I think a very hard thing is to have millions of followers and then not be making money. They're Mm -hmm. like, what do I do? How do I do this? Like, Mm -hmm. it's frustrating for them. And a lot of them were my friends. So I would always be the person that really tries to build their value to these brands. And very quickly, I saw that once a brand got what they needed from the talent, like I would see a nobody brand and they would 
you know, have big checks to pay influencers. But once they got the brand recognition, the value of that influencer would go down every single year mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, actually, you're only worth this much now and you're only worth this much because they started not to need them because their name got so big. And so I'd constantly be like, wait, what the heck? You literally built your brand off the backs of these creators. Mm-hmm. And so obviously there's a give and take on both sides. I see how hard it is to grow as a brand too. I really understand the business world as well as the creator world. So I... I was super passionate when I saw OnlyFans because I was like, wow, this is like the first platform that allows the creator to monetize what they care about and like themselves and like what they're working on so hard and really show that on this platform and be more relatable to their audience. And the content is valuable enough. And I think like Netflix really showed that when we were watching ads every day on TV, they were like, let's make a paywall because the content is valuable enough. Mm -hmm. And so it makes sense that creators are now doing that. Um, So when I met with Nikki, he was working with his girlfriend on OnlyFans, like driving her traffic, and I'll kind of let you take over from here. (laughs) Yeah, she was more so on the talent side. I was had a marketing company. I, I mainly dealt with brands. So I worked on driving them traffic, building them up. And on the opposite side of her, how do I get the most value and build this brand? Um, and then we work, we met up to work on a mutual project. And then right away, we, it came up to as a topic like, oh, okay, these this company wants us to refer models for OnlyFans. And she was like, I know you know a lot of models. We can just refer them. And I showed her what I was doing to drive traffic to my girlfriend at the time. And I said, we can do this way better than them because... I was just doing this as a hobby to help her because I was just building brands and she had all the talent. So I was like, why don't we just go 50-50 right now and build our own company? She said yes. And like within 24 hours, we came up with a name and it was kind of history from there. How'd you come up with the name? He wrote some names down like Untamed, Unruly, and a yeah. few <laughs> others. But right when I saw Unruly, I'm like, that's the yeah. that's the name. <laughs> really? It was like one of the first three names. We really wanted something that was breaking the normal, mm-hmm. going against the grain. So that was like one of the first few names that came up. And then it was available. So we just mm. nabbed it everywhere. Did you suggest one that was like really bad where you're like, fuck no. We're like laughing. Yeah. I feel like Untamed I was think bad. Untamed. Untamed. That's pretty funny. Yeah. I was gonna say, untamed I'm so happy bad. it's not Untamed. Yeah. Like unruly, like you don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound like it's in any lane, but you can exactly. tell it's something cool. Yeah. Untamed is like, okay, is this like a weird lingerie line yeah. for like six ninety nine? Every exactly. time I think of names, I think of like how are you gonna build a brand that people wanna like be a part of and like it could speak for so many more things. So I feel like that was definitely the one. And like everything I put myself behind, I want it to be different. I don't like to follow what everyone else is doing. So I feel like this is really cool because it it shows people that like, yeah, maybe it wasn't the normal way to monetize, but just because it's not doesn't mean I'm not going to take advantage and grow myself in this industry and actually I feel like a lot of the people that are, you know, in the industry that actually take advantage of their careers and try different things are the ones that make it so far. Mm-hmm. And some people get so scared of what people are going to think of themselves, yeah. or of, of them, and they hold themselves back from mm-hmm. trying out new things. But the industry is moving at lightning speed. Yeah. And if you're yeah. not constantly testing and trying, you can't get mad at everyone else to be like, well, why aren't I growing? Or why yeah. aren't I doing this? It's like, you have to not- take the risks. And can you, like, describe for everybody what is unruly? Yeah. 
So we're a marketing agency, first and foremost. A lot of people think we're a talent agency. And sometimes to this day, it's very hard for talent to look at us as a marketing agency. They're like, well, you're my manager for everything. We're like, no, we're not your manager (laughs) for everything. Um, But we create such a good relationship with our talent. So I feel like we're family. So they start to look at us like they just trust us more than anyone else because we are so close with them and hands-on and help them shine. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it makes them, you know, look to us to be that support for them. So really, we are a marketing agency that drives traffic to different paywalls as well as behind brands. So if a brand wants to monetize better utilizing an influencer, we drive traffic behind the influencer's post. Um, And then when they're on OnlyFans, for an example, as well as other platforms we work with, um, we drive traffic behind their content to help them get more sales. Cool. Yeah, that sounds incredible. Wow. So what are you guys looking for when you're looking for brands to work with or you're looking for content creators to work with? Or are you guys kind of like sitting back and people are just coming to you like brands and content creators? I think it's a combination of both at this point. Um, In the beginning stages, we would definitely sit together and map out, scour the Internet. And like she would be great. She would be great. He would be good. Um, but now it's kind of a combination of both. We definitely seek out people that we think would fit our niche and really, you know, be successful with us. Um, but at the same time, we do have a lot of people constantly reaching out through our website, applying to be with us. And then we take those into consideration as well. Yeah. We have like over 200,000 submissions from influencers. (laughs) Just from influencers alone, not not including brands. Yeah. Yeah, Just influencers alone to be talent at the agency. But we are very selective because as we've built, you know, it's been two years We really understand. It's been crazy to watch (laughs) different reactions of talent when they make money. A lot of people change Mm -hmm. when they make money Mm -hmm. and they're no longer someone you really want to, you know, keep building with because sometimes, I don't know, it's very interesting. It was a very interesting thing for us to (laughs) watch. Give me an example. I want to hear an example. You don't have to say a name. Yeah, yeah, just like talent that would come to us and like beg, like say they need money and that they weren't able to monetize and we were they don't realize how much goes into building a brand and how much, you know, we we put a team behind them. We help them create content strategies. Like, you know, we, we, we really build what they have a vision of, of like, oh, I really wish I could, you know, do be a fitness model. We're like, you can be a fitness model. Mm-hmm. Let's plan mm-hmm. out how you're going to do fitness episodes. Like, you tell <laughs> us what you're passionate about. We'll go put it into a plan. We'll set up a shoot. You execute it. Like, we we really are like, the infrastructure underneath talent mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. exactly what they want to be. Mm-hmm. But it takes a lot of work because we're focused so much on them mm-hmm. and their team is focused on so much on them and getting them to that level. So, you know, it's a lot of energy. And so sometimes we can do it so well. We can do it to anyone. We've mm-hmm. already proven. We've done yeah. it to girls that have no followers. Mm-hmm. And But at this point, like, we want to do it with people that, you know, are grateful when you do it because mm-hmm. we've had experiences mm-hmm. where we've taken a girl that says she needs money and she doesn't have anything. We've built her and then she's like, all right, I'm good. Goodbye. You know? So they yeah. just kind of use you guys as a building block and then dip out when... Yeah. <laughs> and don't understand how that's kind of like... Yeah, and it's kind of like what you said earlier. Uh, there's a lot of people that have millions of followers that don't make a lot of money mm-hmm. in their career and they come to us and we've known them for years trying to help them out, get them gigs and things like that. But when we jo- made Unruly, we put together a plan on, okay, you have a million followers, you really want to do fitness or music or whatever it is. We put together the plan to actually make that a reality 
make them now successful rather than actually just looking successful. Mm. And then our biggest struggle is that when we do that, they say it's all them. And that's so crazy to me. Like I could like like I was telling Nikki Tara before this that like I'm a huge hype man for this agency because everything you're saying actually happens like it's crazy how much work I was definitely in the category of like I had a lot of followers when I met you guys and I didn't really know what to do with it I was making money on OnlyFans for like not even a year at that point but I just knew that there could be more but it wasn't my niche I didn't I I hate social media I hate marketing I hate all these things I didn't know I was doing so like yeah setting up shoots for people like going into a meeting and being told like where do you want to take this and we think this would be a good idea and then like everything being curated and everything being taken care Mm -hmm. of is it's like perfect because I don't I really feel like I don't have to do anything but like everything is working and happening and I think I'm the opposite of what you just said, where, like, people think, well, it's all been me. Like, you'd be nowhere without me. I think it's, like, a healthy inner, inner like, relationship that you both need each other. But to think that there's no, like, like you didn't just watch somebody, like, grow your whole structure of your whole yeah. business <laughs> is, like, what do you think happened? And we love clients like you, by the way. We yeah, do have a I ton of happy clients that we love working with. Like, we have hundreds of clients that are happy. Um, that that was just, you know, the mm-hmm. struggles that we find mm-hmm. in those heartbreaking stories because usually they we've been working with those talent for a long time before they were successful and to see them change yeah. is kind of a little heartbreaking. But thankfully, we do have a, a lot of clients like yourself that are really happy, grateful, and we're excited to yeah. keep building with. What's like some – okay, so this – so I'm just – thinking about this like in my in my fucked up mind because you guys are all good but I'm the fucked up one here so I'm just thinking like the relationship turns toxic almost in a way like that's how I'm hearing this where you somebody comes to you they're they're kind of so much almost on their hands and knees please you guys please help me I don't know what I'm doing I'm so lost I need help you know almost like me to my ex-boyfriends where I'm like just help me please I'm lost I just need help and they're like yeah sure you know let me take you under my wing let me show you some things I'm happy to help you and then all of a sudden like if you guys could give me like just an example because I'm sure you see this happening now because it sounds like it's happened a few times unfortunately where it's like a red flag happens and you're just like oh Red flag, it's happening. So and so, I think it's that the change is starting. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's what I what I realized as a red flag, and we've learned over the years is just like the when someone asks you to do something and then you do it and then they are not happy, and that's when mm. I realized I'm like, oh, okay, so there's never gonna be a time right. where you're happy. Right. And so we've just really learned of like who's worth our energy mm. and the people like you and like the people that are grateful. Like those are the people we want to focus on and help build, and we want to see them shine and we mm. want to empower them mm-hmm. to be able to use their platform and connect with their audience and really, you know. Those are the fans that care the most. And so when you take the time to connect with those audience, like we tell all of our talent, like those are the people that are going to carry you through your career. Mm-hmm. So I think it's so cool when we can get talent to look at that because talent a lot of times has had fans messaging them for years and yes. they'll never respond. Yes. You know? So yes. now it's like I can they can make money now from responding to the fan that cares. Right. Like that's so cool for you right. guys. And so, yeah, we just saw it as a really cool opportunity. Mm-hmm. I have to agree with that. I think there is, and you guys might know this saying that I'm thinking of, but like 10% of 
Um, 90% of your income comes from 10% of your fans or something like that. I don't know if you guys have heard that before, but I can definitely speak to that myself. I come from a background of like webcamming. So I've been doing this adult work for many years. And I remember I was, you know, just like a little gal from a small town just hopping on the webcams. And we were on there like 40 hours a week sometime, but I I wasn't anyone. I wasn't CJ Sparks yet, and I was just some gal, but we were on there all the time. And for the longest time, I would just chit-chat with people. I wasn't even doing anything crazy. There was a lot of models that were doing a lot more, and they had been on the webcams for many more years. But these people would come and talk to me because, and then eventually spend so much money with me. And even now to five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years later, they're still like on my Instagram, Oh, CJ, yeah. loved love to see you do this or loved even sometimes if I have a boyfriend, they're like, You look so happy. I'm like, this fan loves me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like it's it's so cool. And these so are cool. the people that will give you the money, but it's it's it is a relationship in that you should be there somewhat to nurture. A hundred percent. Because what's super cool is that a lot of people look at OnlyFans and they're like, oh, it's just a sexual platform. Mm-hmm. But we truly believe at the end of the day, it comes down to the influencer making that connection with their fan. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yes, we can come up with strategies for more fun content and how to keep audiences engaged. But at the end of the day, you connecting and being your authentic self with your audience is the real piece that's going to monetize. Right. because. And that's what's cool to me because on Instagram and all these other platforms, we were promoting this perfect life for so long. Yes. And people got sick of it. Like, fan, it makes sense that fans don't feel like they can relate with you yes. when your life looks absolutely perfect. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, she's so unrelatable. I don't know anyone like that. They <laughs> yeah. don't feel like connected to you on that level. Yeah, they think you're pretty. But when you post that brand deal, they're probably not going to monetize mm-hmm. because they don't connect with you like that. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, vloggers, YouTubers, they connected with their audience on a daily basis. They showed their weaknesses. They showed their day. And those people, when we would do brand deals with them, would convert like crazy. Mm-hmm. So now OnlyFans is allowing that platform for so many creators. And now you can connect with your audience, which are going to then support you so much more. So it's yeah, cool. It's so interesting. Now, I'm sure you guys have a lot of um, ladies and gents that do what would fall under the umbrella of sex work on there. Do you guys have other people like musicians or Max was saying earlier um, – Mag- magicians <laughs> and like that's a chefs. Cool one. I'm like, is there one magician on OnlyFans? Like, I think he was explaining is. it to his friends that aren't in in this industry, in the OnlyFans <laughs> industry. He's like, yeah, there's magicians on there and chefs. I'm like, magicians <laughs> and what? chefs. Okay, so I was like, maybe there's like a, mag- a lone magician on <laughs> Unruly. Uh, what? Some of the OnlyFans girls are magicians. Oh, yes. I'm a magician. When like I put the makeup on. Scent, yeah. yeah, transformer. That's what that's known as. <laughs> well, that's like kind of what we help them do is like if they say that there's some pretty girls that have a huge following mm-hmm. that don't really have anything else to show other than being beautiful. And that's where we like we're like, OK, have you ever spoken on camera? Mm-hmm. Have you ever talked to your fans? Do they know what your voice sounds like? Like what other things are you interested in? And then we come up with a plan that going to be able to create content aligned with that so like we'll help them make mini series mm-hmm. where it's actually like youtube videos where they're like like one of our girls is teaching poker that's and she sick. actually likes poker cool. yeah. we're like why don't you yeah. videotape that that's and right. build an sick. audience around you doing poker and she's beautiful so mm-hmm. now she's ma- we're making these mini series of her teaching poker so she's building an audience mm-hmm. with poker and so. she's being genuine like you were saying it's something she already enjoyed it's yeah. something she knows how to do she's not She's not faking it, so yeah. to speak. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we do have 
um, models that do cooking. We have guys and girls that do cooking. Mm -hmm. We have people Are that have naked, like traveled. Or... Nope. Okay, all right. So it's <laughs> my just, Shabbat just was, the, baby, yeah. at that point. <laughs> just the sh okay. So it's like an actual chef. Yeah. Okay, and they're making food on there, and people are eating it. Yeah, we have like a little series where they teach them how to do different dishes. We even have people that do travel shows, mm -hmm. showing different We're very locations. different, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Our agency is very different on how we believe to build a brand on OnlyFans. We believe that if you showcase yourself in a different way, like... For an example, if you can build an audience around something you're passionate about, there's that's how you create a niche. Mm -hmm. If you're just being pretty or just selling hot content, mm -hmm. 80, 90 percent of the people on OnlyFans are doing that. So mm -hmm. if you can create other parts of you, you're right. just going to gain more audiences mm -hmm. and they're not going to be able to find you anywhere else. Mm -hmm. So they're more likely to stay with you. So those are the types of exactly. plans we come up with with the talent. Yeah. And pretty much every single model that you see on Instagram has something that they love doing. Right. But nobody's told them that it's okay to show that because mm -hmm. exactly. it may not get as much likes or things like that. It's so true. But we bring it out and show them that it is okay. People are interested in mm -hmm. that and that does make you relatable and will inevitably make you more money, make you better conversions on brand deals, and overall just more connection with your fans. Yeah. I have a serious question. Selfies or professional content? Which is better? Selfies. 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 Okay. But Definitely. It's like, but why? I well, have it's this... for the same reason they just explained is like people go to OnlyFans because they want to make a connection with you. It's kind of like girlfriend experience mm -hmm. is what I would call it mm -hmm. or friend, whatever it is, companion. And you can see professional photos in magazines, on the internet, on Instagram. A lot of it's very like done up. Curated, yeah. But if you're on OnlyFans like and you're chatting with someone, mm -hmm. then that's where they want to see like a raw, real thing mm -hmm. that they don't get to see somewhere else they want to feel like they're part of your life mm -hmm. and it's hard to feel like you're would you feel like you're part of someone's life if they take a selfie and that's, send it to you, you know what that's or so if true. it's like a fully lit and you're wearing a full outfit and you have full makeup like yeah. that's not realistic they've never like tara was saying they've never like they they don't know those people you don't wake up with a girl who's in like full makeup, like nobody does and nobody <laughs> right. really wants to. Exactly. Right. It's just unnatural. Yeah. yeah. It's great to mix it in, yeah. but mm -hmm. definitely what's going to make you more connected with your fans is for sure the self shot content. Okay. They want to see it raw, unfiltered, and it feels genuine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's like, um, what the fuck was I just going to say? Like more like, like how people like TikTok. The mm. way I'm not. I'm like new to TikTok, but I've been described that like the beauty of TikTok is that it's it's not super curated. It's moving so quickly. Like things are you're scrolling so fast that like you edit it in. But it, the less time, the better almost because mm -hmm. it just is like in the moment. And people feel like people half the time aren't like they're not dressed up, whatever right. it is. You just feel like, oh, this person could be in my living room right. at any point in time and just be around. And I think that's I've definitely noticed for me what gets the best engagement on my stuff is mm -hmm. it's like I don't even like we like I'll do shoot, one month shoot mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. once a month. And even that stuff is like it's taken on a good camera, but it's still very like personable. IPhone, yeah. But it still doesn't sell as well as iPhone. Mm -hmm. It's so interesting. It, it is so interesting because I've been curating my OnlyFans a little bit more like my feed. And then I brought this up because 
yesterday I was like, there's this whole stripper pole saga going on in my life. And I'm like, I went to, I did one class, does one class, orders a stripper pole. And so I was like, we've been filming like crazy. Like this podcast has consumed all of our lives for like the past week and a half, which I love. But, you know, it's, um, so you're running back and forth and you're doing your different things and you're. Um, in between your day, things that you have to do. And I'm like in a robe and my boobs are like out, but they're not super out. And my hair, I look crazy. I feel like you can smell me through the video. <laughs> and I just have the camera right here. And I just was like, oh, yeah, the stripper pole's coming. Oh, can't wait. Da-da-da. And I just sent it off because I hadn't sent out like a mass. It had been like a few hours, whatever. But it was just this random thing. And so... <laughs> I thought I even looked at the video before I sent it and I was just like, mm, and I was like, you know what? I've got to go. I've got to get ready. I've got to get out the door. Pushed send. So many. I feel like the uglier I look sometimes. <laughs> and there are so many women that a lot of my girlfriends are just like, oh, you know, I use this app. I use that that app. I'm like. I swear, the less I edit shit, the fans are that much more. People, it was a free message. I'm like, I should have charged you fuckers. They're like, oh my God, your boobs look incredible. Oh, you look so good. Did you just wake up? They're like all into the video. I'm like, you guys didn't even listen, clearly. But they were went wild for it. And so I do want to say, too, I want to encourage people, like, if you're looking to start an OnlyFans, you really don't need much else than, like, a phone. You do. I would say you do need good representation. You need help because it can be really draining. Well, yeah, it's like a business. Yeah, mm-hmm. where it just is so mentally draining. Also, just, like, knowing what you're good at. As I've gotten older, the biggest thing I've learned is, like, if you can, obviously it's not always available, but if you can outsource things you're not good at, to somebody who's really good at it, then, like, do that. Because, like, you can be good at lots of things, kind of, but chances are somebody's better at, like, the marketing. Like, I know for sure somebody's better at marketing than I am. For sure somebody's better at literally setting up a website, things like that. Mm. And I know my what I'm good at. And just, like, ask for help if you need help, if you want somebody to shoot mm-hmm. with you, for you. But, yeah. Exactly, because it's kind of weird. A lot of people don't understand exactly what you just said, but it's, like, it makes sense because— and that's what I also try to say is like if you're not passionate about mm-hmm. learning how to drive traffic, like this guy is knows how to drive <laughs> crazy traffic, but he's passionate about it to learn it. Mm-hmm. So if you're passionate about something, it makes sense to put your full focus there and learn how to build it. But if it's not something you're trying to do the rest of your life, like why are you going to spend hours when there's so many people that are better at mm-hmm. it than you are? Mm-hmm. And then that allows you to focus on what you're good at, which allows you to maximize mm-hmm. your career and be the mm-hmm. best at what you only can do. Yeah, and like know? as far as people anybody a lot of people i talk to about representation or whatever it's always like well so and so they take a percentage like every everybody if you work with a manager for any business anything they're always going to take a percentage and i think that that's so small minded to think of because right. if you it's like an investment like if you're yes you're losing a percentage but the amount that you're gaining if you like by being able to focus on what you're good at, mm-hmm. allowing somebody else to crush what they're good at, then everybody wins. You're going to win way more. And it's like, you don't, it's like such a small, I know it's a hard hump for a lot of people to get yeah. over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it, for me, has been way worth it because I have, I w- it's shit I wouldn't have done. Yeah. I know myself so much. I know I would <laughs> not have done it. And I would have been like, you just are leaving money and opportunities mm-hmm. on the table mm-hmm. by being too kind of like stubborn or scared mm-hmm. to just like, partner like people always do better 
in a team. I yeah, agree. it's already scientifically yeah. proven. Because uh-huh. it's like you're basically telling yourself to be everything, which doesn't make right. sense. But if you, I've had so much more like respect for managers than I've ever because I've never really been a manager. I never wanted to like full time manage talent. I'm like happy to help where I can help, and I'm more like passionate about different types of ways to help them grow. But I had more respect for them now because I'm like, damn, this manager is putting so much time into the talent and really like focusing their full time on them. And sometimes they don't really see that. Mm. Um, But it's if you really look at it just like building a business, if I'm going to go build a bikini brand and I have to invest this much money into my team that's running and helping like with shipping and that type of stuff, you're going to want to pay the team Mm -hmm. To then keep doing mm-hmm. what you're good at, you mm-hmm. know? So it's really like any business, but for yeah. some reason, not everyone looks at it like that. Yeah. How much, what's the percentage that you guys take from the creators? Um, it varies depending on the creator. So there's no like set rate. It yeah. just depends on where they're at in their career, what we need to do to help them grow. There's somebody I, that needs a little more work. You exactly. might take a little bit more. Exactly. That sounds fair. And it's, and it's like, yeah, it's super fair. It's based off their active and engaged following. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they have like a very engaged audience, it's only fair that you give them a better percentage than someone that right. might not. So it's very mm-hmm. fair depending on what they bring. I have a question. Have you guys ever had to fire somebody? Like with somebody just acting up and you're just like, bitch, you gotta go. Like end a contract. <laughs> yeah, like, a like just b- like farewell, bid you adieu to the streets. Back to the streets you go. Like this ain't it. Uh, short answer, yes. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes. A yeah, few I mean, times. Uh, like a we few. Said, <laughs> Damn. Like we said before, it's not, not everybody's just happy and grateful for the services you offer and like, uh, we've had people that we've fired that have came back and realized the grass is not greener on the other side. Mm-hmm. That's a huge so. thing is people always think that they can get more. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of times, like, yeah, if someone's, it's like a bad relationship. If someone's just not treating you well, why are you going to consistently put your time into them? Mm-hmm. And we realize it's just not healthy mm-hmm. for our, you know, for us or not fair to the rest of the talent. If we're putting our time and trying to fix someone that's just not happy, mm-hmm. like we can mm-hmm. be focusing on someone that is, you mm-hmm. know? Do they ever, like, go and cause a scene? Yes. Yeah, I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Do they throw things? No, Uh, they just, like, try to take stuff and create (gasps) other agencies that compete Um, with us and things like that. Like, try and poach people? Yeah. Yeah, actively reach out to them. I think pretty much every. But we try to be very professional. (laughs) Like, they're always trying to start their own agency. Like, I can do this. Every competitor agency stemmed from someone, either a model or worked with us. Yeah, every single one. Every single one of them. Isn't isn't that just, I mean, that's just speaks to how good you guys are, though, because I I will have to say, you know, we have had people come on and they'll ask Kayla, like, oh, who are you with? Or me, who are you with? And Kayla will say, you know, I'm with I'm with Unruly. I work with them. And I have to say, whether it's good or bad. Everybody consecutively across the board has always had something to say. Some of it's good. Mm -hmm. Some of it's bad. You guys already know, I'm sure. But. It's so interesting. I used to work with a bikini company way back in the day, and um, people all the time, and it was like a really top bikini company. It was kind of one of the first companies called Teesum, and they would go around, and we'd travel, and we'd go to these resorts and shoot, and it was a group of us, and it was kind of unheard of. This was probably like a decade ago. But people consistently would say, oh, if I was running it, I'd be doing it like this, or I would never do that, and if I was doing it, it would happen like this. It would never happen like that. But 
Y'all never ever had your own photo shoots. (laughs) And if you did, because some would break off, like at one point it was like the main photographer broke off and started his little, tried to start like some all-stars or something. And I think they did one or two. And then wouldn't you know it, it fell through. Because it's hard. Come back to us and say like, we're so sorry that I, you know, treated you that way and that I thought that I could do that. Yeah. Did you take and them back? No. <laughs> I'm yeah. very big on, Ooh. like, once you cross me, like, I'm just, I put my heart into things mm-hmm. and I care so much. And it's been my problem with this business because yeah. I care so much right. about the talent. And we just invest so much of our time into these people. So it, like, literally breaks my heart mm-hmm. when that happens. And so It's, it's like betrayal, like, dude. It feels like betrayal. And so it's more so just, like, You'll see, and one day maybe you'll regret it. But that being said, you'll learn next time mm-hmm. who are, who's good people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you'll see that quality in your next partnership. And I know we're good people, and I know what we do with our talent. And a lot of people do see that. And some people are not, but you can't really spend yeah. your time thinking about it. <laughs> Y'all don't talk cross Tara and Nikki. You come back. You're getting back to the streets. You can crawl. You can pay. I saw it in her eyes. You ain't getting back in. Sorry about it. I mean, it also just depends how you do it. There's been talent that is just like, you know, I'm not passionate about OnlyFans. And if you're like a normal person and you're like, hey, I'm just over it. Not uh-huh. working. Like, yeah, that's then fine. that's perfectly fine. It's about fine. how you do it. Like, you can tell when someone's, you know, trying to take you advantage of you or yeah. when they're mm-hmm. coming from a genuine place. We're normal mm-hmm. people. Like, we're both... We're a lot of like we said, we're the same age as a lot of these people. We hang out with a lot of them. Like it's a it's about how you come to someone and how you treat them. So mm-hmm. if you if you treat people good, they're gonna treat you good too. So exactly. Have you ever considered doing like your own content? Or are you not into I that? <laughs> I am gonna create a podcast. Ooh. Yeah. But not a, not the inside of OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> it's wild in here. I don't know. You get, you get too much only inside OnlyFans yeah, in your own life. Exactly. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I definitely am so grateful for OnlyFans, and I'm so happy to see what it's done, you know. Um, but I do think there's so much more now um, beyond OnlyFans of, for creators. Mm-hmm. And I think the market is going into a way that is super exciting. Like, for an example, no one thought you would buy a, a JPEG or a picture before but now Mm -hmm. like nfts are doing it and people are like how are people caring about seeing this i can see it right now it's Mm -hmm. like no it's the fact that it's theirs yeah and so like the internet is just moving so quickly into so many different ways to monetize so yes i feel like we've perfected OnlyFans, and we have like the most rock solid team and i can a thousand percent say no one's doing it like us Mm -hmm. and so we've really perfected that and it's in place and everyone's doing so well so i want to now focus on building those other monetization pieces for talent beyond it Mm -hmm. so yeah what kind of other things are you guys branching into um we we're branching (laughs) (laughs) we're branching into a lot of different things like she said um i think the metaverse is something we really want to branch into can't really talk too much about it at (laughs) this point yeah but yeah we really want to expand what we're able to help the talent do beyond just only fans we don't want it to stop there um so as our goal has always been from the beginning we are a marketing agency and we want to continue to market across all different types of platforms not just only fans yeah that's smart i mean you're even saying earlier that the internet and everything moves so fast mm-hmm. that while it might seem like oh only fans is so i mean even people were scared that it was going away just this past year and it could always change. So being exactly. ready for that kind of thing and then being like being uh, an agency or 
that has that going for the talent is so appealing because like I said, most people don't know what the fuck to do with themselves or with all these things. But the more you guys branch out, that's, that's like a lot. That's so cool to be able to offer that Mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. Do you have any people who like make NFTs for art at the, we have had like a million people reach out to us (laughs) to do NFTs, um, being like, I really need to make one. I really need to make one. I think what we've seen about it is like, obviously when you launch one, it's very, you can quickly ruin your name if you don't do it correctly. And so for us, we never wanted to rush into it. We've been having some conversations with people that are like super respected NFT, like brand ambassadors uh like some of the biggest that uh, we've actually had meetings with about it so we'll probably do an unruly nft but that being said when we do it we're not rushing into it because we want everyone to make obviously a lot of money and then also actually do the roadmap of the things you promise you're going to do to the audience because Mm -hmm. that's the future and if you ruin your name there like you're kind of done so Mm -hmm. it's interesting i want (laughs) to i want to take it back to um the simple-minded folks over here, because you because you lost me. You know, let's start talking about NFT and metaverse. Like my brain explodes. Like, let me take it back here a couple steps. Um, I want to ask you, like, let's say I come to you. I'm in the unruly family. You guys, you guys love me like your own. And I come to you, and I'm just like, you guys, I'm so burnt out, or I need something different, or I, like I I wanted something fresh and new idea. Um, what do you guys do for that creator if they're just really feeling kind of like lost in in the direction that maybe you guys are typically going? Like, do you guys have anything for somebody if they're just like, I want to scratch everything, I want to do something different? What do you guys say to somebody like that? We would we would probably look to them and ask them what they're passionate about. Like, mm-hmm. what really would you do if money was no object? Mm-hmm. What would you do for fun? And then we'd curate a plan on how that can actually make you some money stripper pole (laughs) got it (laughs) and actually like push them to do it because i think a lot of times i've seen like you're just creatively drained as talent yeah because there's so much burnout there's so many platforms Mm -hmm. to stay relevant on Mm -hmm. here's tiktok instagram youtube like there's so many options now only fans obviously um and so it's it's unrealistic for any influencer to think that they can do it all by themselves Mm -hmm. like it's actually yeah. impossible <laughs> but some people want to admit that to themselves and some people don't so mm-hmm. if you're trying to be an only fans model for the rest of your life put all your time and focus on how to be the biggest on only fans mm-hmm. and if you're not and you want to grow your career to like you know tv film you want to act you want to do music you need to have a team in different aspects of your career that mm-hmm. are going to make sure that you're successful on different platforms and kind of help push you to you know, build your brand in the way that you're saying you want to, because mm-hmm. it's hard when you're trying to come up with it all by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. When you have the team, it kind of helps you not run into that burnout phase because you can leverage in that time where you're feeling exhausted. Mm-hmm. Like who wants to take on the marketing? Who wants to help me edit my photos? Mm-hmm. Things like that. I see you guys kind of like house mom, house dad at the strip club. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's where funny because like, I swear come I'm like, here. I laughed today because I'm like, I swear I'm like literally probably one of like the most prude people ever. At the same time, like obviously the world is changing so much and I'm just super happy to see that people can express themselves in any ways. And I think mm-hmm. the more that you, you, you are yourself, the fact that that is becoming the way that 
we're moving towards is very cool. But at the same time, it's just so funny that I landed in this area. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. So your mom's just like, my daughter has like, she's on the internet working with other internet folks. Is mm-hmm. it like vague like that? Or do they know like the details? Or do they just know you own a business and yeah, kind they, of vague? They know the details. Um, but obviously, like, if people would think that me and him are actually looking at all the content. Mm. I can't even tell you what any of the influencers yeah. Yeah. are, like, <laughs> sending because yeah. we have a team, and they have their own specific team that they work mm-hmm. hand-in-hand with. So it's not like me and him are, like, yeah, we, scouring. We really see <laughs> scouring the barely dudes. any of the content. <laughs> what, about your, what about your dad, Nikki? He's like, that's my boy. Right there. Get I him, mean, son. Get those on the fence, girls. He's like, my yeah. dad, he's just happy that I'm successful. He's just like, I <laughs> He's just well. as happy he doesn't have to give you any money. He's exactly. like, my son doesn't ask for money. He's not sleeping on the couch. Exactly. We're good. But uh, people, people have used it as a reason not to like us. And that's of course. Sucks, mm-hmm. You yeah. know, because still the sex industry as far as even though there's so many creators that are not even doing nudity on OnlyFans and a lot of our talent isn't, but there are that that there is some that do. It's really up to them what they want to do. And I think that still is so uncomfortable for so many of the people that are looking at OnlyFans. And there's a huge reason why so many people are still not signing up. Mm-hmm. So it still has that stigma. And it's been sad because a lot of people have used that as a reason not to like Unruly and mm-hmm. to be able to talk badly about us and tarnish mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. And really what it just is coming down to them judging what it is. Mm-hmm. And so hopefully we hope that it's going to constantly change. But at the same time, we have to just feel good knowing that we're empowering females and other creators mm-hmm. to be able to be themselves. So, Yeah, what do you say to the the critics and the detractors? What do you say, you know, because I'm, I'm going to be honest, I'm going to be open and upfront. There's going to be people that are watching this and they're going to say, you know, wow, they sound like really good people, but I read this, 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 and this. There's a lawsuit or this creator said that they were doing this with with her um with her photos behind her back or whatever you guys know i'm already mm-hmm. i'm sure you yeah. guys already know what do you say then to the people that are like i'm not going with them they're they're like they're they're not good business people what do you say to that when something like that comes up i would just say take a look at our roster that's still with us and happy and working with us on a daily basis i mean if you look at any company in the world right google apple the Tesla, you know, Nike, whatever, there's going to be some people that are not happy, right? Mm-hmm. So that's just bound to happen the bigger you are. We've been doing this the longest. We're the front runners in this. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're not perfect, but we do do everything in our power to make sure talent successful, comfortable, happy within our agency. Yeah. If any of that stuff was true, we wouldn't have people staying mm-hmm. with us, yeah. period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that's right. Like, you bring up a good point. Any business that becomes successful, you're going to hear. It's like you're not going to have somebody, like, bad news sells, drama sells. Mm-hmm. And so you're not going to have somebody mm-hmm. being like, hey, so-and-so, let's do an article on how much you love your right? agency <laughs> exactly. or whatever. Yeah. You're going to hear, like, people, people making noise. People clickbait. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. clickbait mm-hmm. and it's so sucky because we're definitely in that, like we were ch- ch- chatting about before, we're definitely in the cancel culture and anything mm-hmm. that people don't like, they want to talk bad about. And then, it, mm-hmm. you know, 
Yeah, especially the more successful you are. And I've really gotten to a place where I relate now with celebrities so much, and I never thought we would, but our our agency got pretty famous and pretty (laughs) well-known. Like, everyone knew about it. We were like, I went to Dubai, and people knew about it. We've traveled, and people are like, you're unruly? Like, you guys have unruly? That's insane. Mm -hmm. Like, And it's mind-blowing for us that so many people know about (laughs) it, which is amazing. But with that comes so much, you know, there's a great thing about being known, but there's also a negative. Because mm-hmm. once you're known and once you're you have a following, there's also a lot of haters you're a target. or people that are trying mm-hmm. to find something wrong with you once you're mm-hmm. successful. So I'm like, wow, I like have never felt so like understanding and so much respect for people that are in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. And yeah, mm-hmm. it's just yeah, a lot crazy of world. a lot of successful people that we we work with or just friends with kind of gave us that heads up like hey this is this is normal like you're really not successful until you get mm-hmm. a lawsuit or something like that so yeah. that's kind of helped us through it so, um weathering the storm and things like that and thankfully we do have tons and tons of models that are happy and mm-hmm. you know with us and have for our the long backs run. and they're like we you know they've been with us through it they see how it is to work with us they're mm-hmm. you know Mm-hmm. So at the end of the so day, we'll be fine. But it's you've it's had ups to and receive downs. some counseling from some celebrities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> any celebrities that we know had to counsel you, th- hold your hand. You're like shedding a tear. You're like it's over. <laughs> They're like Jay Z's. Oh, like Tara's gonna be yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> Beyonce and Jay Z sit down with you guys. They're like, this is what's gonna happen, guys. It's gonna be okay. The elevator mm-hmm. video means nothing. Everyone will forget about it. <laughs> What industry, like what other entertainment industry do you guys find yourselves associating with the most? Like Um, sports or TV, movie, what kind of? It'd probably be closer to the movie realm. Um, That's where we fall like, you know, very closely with. Um, Even Netflix is trying to reach out and do a a TV show on us and things like that. Oh, that would be sick. Like a reality docuseries kind of thing? Yeah, well, we have um, a team that's creating a show around us, so... We'll see if it goes to Netflix. Yeah. That's the dream. Okay. That's so we'll, really that's really cool and interesting. That's why I was really excited to have you guys on because, like, I think so many people are—I know so many people are so curious about how all of this stuff works. And we talk to every um, person we have on about how it works for them and, like, what they individually have on their pages and, like, where they came from. But— like learning about the like the business behind like blowing these things up, I think is really cool for people to know about you guys, but then also for themselves. It's like what can you do? And also knowing that you anyone can do it. Yeah. Really, like Nikki's saying, like if you have a passion and you're really you just have to put your effort into it. It's like if you want to be an engineer, it's not just gonna happen. You have to put time exactly. into it. If you put time into people seeing that you care about something and you entertain them then you can do that too. And not everybody started off with like, you know, rich parents or whatever. Most of these people, it's like that they're self-made. Yeah. And I think that's a cool thing to see for for everybody, especially like pandemic. Everybody mm-hmm. kind of like figured their shit out. Yeah, think yeah, about how sure. many people got a job because of OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They really have changed the industry. It's amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah cause like a lot of people don't really, I said this before, but not everybody knows how such an amazing personality all these models have mm-hmm. and what they have to offer and what's bring being able to bring that out and showcase that to the world is the best that's part. been the best part yeah. for us mm-hmm. or people that are like i bought a house or like i mm-hmm. got out of debt yeah. and like 
So that's the parts that you're like, okay, I'm in this for a reason. Oh, exactly. that's even like the sweetest thing was when Harry gave us. He came after we worked with Harry Jowsey. He came and gave us both like diamond bracelets oh, and was like, wow. you changed. Yeah, you helped me so much. And it was just like times like that. It's like. Those mm-hmm. are the reasons we're here. Wow. Yeah, life changing. Yeah. I'm like that. I like bought my place, had my car. I'm funding my whole TV show yeah. all because mm-hmm. like OnlyFans and the team that helped me do it. And it, I like can't say enough about that. It's yeah. it's oh, literally life changing. <laughs> I like I love it so much. And I've seen people. You just you get out of something. This is anything in life. You get out what you put into it. Mm-hmm. And if you're not willing to put in the work, whether it's for your OnlyFans or into a partnership, whatever then you're not going to get a lot out of it. But exactly. if you like sit down and you take the time and strategize, anyone can figure something out. It doesn't mean that everyone's going to be crazy rich, but anyone can figure something out and mm-hmm. kind of make themselves into something. Like everyone yeah. in this room, including Max, everyone here has done that for themselves. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really cool. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right. Should we Speaking have a Max. Maxi on? Speaking of Max. Old pod daddy. <laughs> pod daddy. So, Should we sit yeah. on our bench? We're going to bring out Max and Mini, and we're going to make and Tara to their little stools. <laughs> so they can our sing and do that forever. The children's table. Max and Mini, he's a pod daddy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, daddy. It's time for the pod daddy. You better listen up. Welcome, guys. What a different conversation. What an informative episode so far. So I got a chance to meet you, Nikki. Yep. And, and it was really fun to have that chat. And that's where the idea came from, you know, for uh, for you guys to come on the show. And we can learn behind the scenes even further. And then today, I'm hella surprised to meet Tara. <laughs> you're, you listen, fellow Persian. You, you're a fellow Persian, <laughs> which is super exciting to me. Uh, and, and now listening to you, you're such a boss lady. <laughs> and what a great partnership. And you're, you're such a sweet brother. Like, you're one of those sweet, smart guys. Mm-hmm. And now to learn that you were an ex-football player... And mm-hmm. you come from a, from such a rough, like, you know, manly man kind of world. Mm-hmm. And now you're such a female empowerment uh, <laughs> type of guy. Yeah. It's yeah. just really beautiful. It's really freaking amazing. Phenomenal. Congratulations. Yeah, CJ had a great question she wanted to ask you guys. I, w- I just wanted to know who all that you guys were representing. Like, what is your... What is the top people, household names that you're representing? Who would we know? Beside Kayla. <laughs> yeah. Beside yeah. Kayla. Kayla Lauren. <laughs> Kayla Lauren. <laughs> Number one. Top. That's like a micro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like Tana Mojo, um, Charlie Jordan, Abby Rayo, who is just such a sweetheart. I mm-hmm. love her. Um, so many amazing people. Gabby Epstein's also wonderful, obviously. You, so funny. Mm-hmm. Tell them that. They love you. Love her. Um, yeah, we have such, you know, amazing people that are, we're working with and very large names. And we continue to have more people we're going to sign. Oh, she said yeah. more people were going to say she looked at me, y'all. I don't know. I might, I might be an ugly girl next. Watch out, Tana. I'm coming for your job. I think I might have to relapse, though, because she's a wild one. Maybe not. Don't worry. I'm not there quite yet. So this oh brings me to an important question. You guys represent Tana and... First of all, like just not Tana, but like this world of OnlyFans and this type of influencers, they're not typical talent, right? I come from a like a very typical actors, like agent managers type of you know business scenario, but they're wild, they're different, yeah. they're personalities. They're they're known mm-hmm. because of their personalities. You guys must be super diplomatic 
patient, uh, smart about how you communicate. How do you guys handle these type of personalities? <laughs> I think patience is the correct word. <laughs> Imagine like Tana just off the handle. Yeah. yeah. How do you guys set boundaries? I would say like, do, like let's say you're reaching out to a talent. She's in Miami. Woo! Uh, on you know, and just like you know, hung over for like four days, and and you're like, how do you guys have that professionalism uh, in the sense of responding and getting everybody needs to do their part? I think it's more so just like really connecting them with them on what their goals are and reminding them what's important to them for them their career. And obviously, like we said, some talent makes money and doesn't want to do it anymore, so that's fine. And then some talent. You know, you have to just remind that, you know, you're doing this because you want to build your career or you mm. want to buy a house or you want to do more things with yourself. So okay. it's just like reminding them of why they came to I do this I love you so much, place. Tara. You're so Persian. <laughs> I love that. You want to buy a house one day. I know. I'm trying to make parents. you some money. <laughs> and, and I can see those boys, you know, first, like, this mm. is the Persian version. Like, the first they call, I'm very worried about you. Where are you? <laughs> I'm home. Just my, my, I'm so worried about you. Call me. It doesn't happen. Second call uh, I'm still waiting here are you gonna ignore me just call third call comes mother bitch fucking asshole I kick you from here to motherfucking hospital call me right now unruly represented by yeah. Maximine oh <laughs> hire me just to do those calls alright we got you that was <laughs> when you guys Dude. when you guys say that they're making money how much money are we talking Yeah, give us here? like a little like yes. highlight reel of like some of some crazy stats you don't have to say names but just like crazy top five stats i mean we've had we've had people make a couple million in a month <laughs> wow yeah yeah because it's just about how you and i've seen talent that we've you know came to our agency that has thousands and thousands of like comments on a photo, which is like how you know if their fans are engaging with them is like their level of comments and engagement. But we've seen some talent like that launch an OnlyFans and come to us and be like, what do I do? And they're making like 10K a month. And it's like nothing compared to the girls that have way less followers. So it's it's more about helping them see beyond themselves and mm -hmm. connecting with what they actually want to do, like we're saying, and really helping them be motivated. So yeah, it's kind of like we are their parents, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> we got some yeah. of them. What's like a crazy 24-hour like launch and made how much in like 24-hour launch? You want to say? Well, yeah, I, I'm sure you've seen some of the headlines, but like India Love, she made like over a million in 24 hours. That was like one of the big headlines. So do, you, do, you, that do you think that comes from being a celebrity or like what what do you think contributed to mm -hmm. being so successful? Um, yeah, a lot of it comes down to if it's right on initial launch, not only are we helping with them with the marketing, but they have built up a fan base that is engaged. So mm -hmm. we, we don't take all the credit, right? Yeah. So it does come from what they've built throughout their entire career. And then we just enhance that and bring that to the world and mm -hmm. push our own traffic behind it. Yeah. Beautiful. And and you kind of manage the, the, the game plan because mm -hmm. uh, launching any brand, let alone a, a celebrity or an influencer, there's a whole plan that goes into it. Let's start it this way and then let's execute yeah. you know, at this point. So you guys are gatekeepers and, and manage the whole thing. That's amazing. Yeah. They are like, I remember when I started, it was like very 
planned out and it's like, okay, you're going to sign up and then we're going to do all of these things before. And I already had one. It was like a relaunch for me. But even then it was like, you set up a shoot, you said they set up like teaser trailers for you. They set up photo teasers and then it's like a build up to the launch so that you can maximize. So it's not just like, all right, now somebody else is helping me with my account. It's like, a whole plan behind hyping it up and mm-hmm. making it so you have the people who are already engaged, but now you're telling them, I'm about to give you something new to engage with. That's even better. Mm-hmm. It's like, a, it's works. Oh, by the way, I noticed you guys have uh, agencies in different countries. How did that come about or what's the relationship? Do you mean competing agencies or? <laughs> no, uh, you, do you have other branches elsewhere? Well, we... As unruly as a whole, we have models everywhere around the globe. Okay. Um, we don't necessarily have other branches, but we do represent models everywhere okay. in the entire Different world. Different area codes. Yeah. I got you. I got you. <laughs> do you have a okay. plan to like get real estate, like have office places in different places? Yeah. P- potentially Miami would definitely be yeah. the next place just because we have so many models in Miami. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well... Uh, you guys are really uh, amazing. And for people that are just listening to the podcast, uh, it's so worth it watching this episode mm-hmm. to see the faces behind this successful agency. You're young, you're hip, you're cool, yet you're such great business people. And, and I really am impressed by that because I understand how complicated the influencer marketing world is. And a lot of people can't crack that code. So many companies, agencies, managements started in this field and they were not able to sustain. So you guys not only started, now you're very successful at it. So mm, kudos you. to you. Yeah, thank, thank you. you so Appreciate much. it. <laughs> of course. I actually have one, I have one more question. Yeah. Sure. I want to ask you guys, like, I'm assuming you guys are making money here somewhere. What, <laughs> what have you guys bought? Like, have you guys kind of like spoiled yourself or bought like a really special gift, like an expensive gift in one way or another, like for all your success? Like what's like a thing? That's a good question. Like the thing that you got and you're like, fuck yeah. Like I did this and like something you wouldn't have done before. Yeah. (laughs) Do you have one? Tara, you like your car, right? (laughs) I feel like you're a fellow car lover. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just the fact that I can obviously like buy a place that I love and Mm -hmm. the house that I love and things like that, it feels really good but you know with that we're definitely like workaholics Mm -hmm. like we're never not working so Mm -hmm. this is just like even though we got this i'm like definitely not satisfied so Mm -hmm. we're gonna constantly keep building but um i think it was really cool when we got the office for all of our Mm -hmm. you know people that work with us and the people that work with us are like a family and they're like i've never had such a cool job like they're so happy to be there and We're very big on, like, you know, the culture and making them all feel like they can grow together and collab. And, like, so they all are really close and friends. And um, so one day, like, he he came in we got all these Apple laptops for all the the team and things like that. So they're just, like, it's been really cool to be able to build, like, a really good atmosphere for the company. How sad they were working on PCs before. (laughs) Yeah. 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 We we do like to take care of our team. um, And like, as well as the models, we try to throw like really big events. We spend a lot of money on events. Mm -hmm. Um, Like our last Halloween party cost a few hundred thousand. um, And that was more so just for everybody to have come out and have a great time and build the community. Mm -hmm. So I'd say we more so spoil the talent and yeah. the the company. That's yeah. that's huge because so cool. I've been aligned with companies that don't put any money into their talent. They're like, 
the selfies are the that's the stuff that makes the money and i'm like yeah but like mm-hmm. yeah what i'm i want to be like a part of a family i want to have like this really incredible experience yeah. like why would we not but really, I wanted actually an incredibly shallow answer from you. Um, you didn't give me the shallow answer I wanted. I was thinking like a Birkin, a diamond bracelet. Nikki, you know, Nikki just had to buy Lauren stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah I spend the, my girlfriend. Okay. <laughs> Lauren, yes. Lauren's wearing. Like, okay. But she's a boss herself. She, she does is. buy a lot yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Nikki say, "I bought a private plane," and Tony yeah. say, "I bought my yacht." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah, like a purse, a red bottoms, like an expensive. I don't know. I just wanted something like that. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's probably where I'm going wrong in life, so it makes sense. Oh my god. <laughs> This episode was just as good as what we thought we would. Yeah, I was really. happy. I was really appreciate so, you guys. It's so yeah. relevant to our podcast. Mm-hmm. So much so. Thank you, Kayla, for yeah. making this happen. Thank you guys so much mm-hmm. for yeah, coming definitely. on board. Thank you for you having us. You guys are also wonderful. So really, yeah, you guys are amazing. Great. Thank you. <laughs> amazing. Bye. Bye. Bye.